0: Once again, greetings in Jesus' name. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postpure Ministries with my talk. Ancient Principles from the Bible for today's people and for today's problem. My theme for your meditation today, the sovereignty of Christ protects regardless of wickedness in the world. I want to state very clearly that Regardless of wickedness in the world, Christ is sovereign above, upon the face of the earth, even below. He is sovereign over Satan, demons, and evil spirit. He is sovereign against evil entities, evil enterprises, and evil individuals. Christ remains sovereign before the human civilization. Christ Is sovereign during human civilization, and Christ will be forever sovereign even beyond the dispensation of the human race. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to His wonderful name. Therefore, I want to share with you today the sovereignty of Christ protects, regardless of. Wickedness in our world. My meditation for you today is motivated by Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is, one, it is alive and powerful. Two, it is sharper than any double-edged sword. Three, it penetrates even to the dividing. A, it cuts through soul and spirit. B, it cuts through joints and marrow. C, it judges your thoughts and mind. D, and it reveals the attitudes of the heart. The whole heart of the entire 8 billion people on the face of the earth stands reveal, stands exposed before the mind of Christ. So, our soul and spirit Joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart and of There's no mystery that God does not know. There's nothing hidden that God cannot reveal nor expose. The eyes of God cross the entire universe as I speak. At this moment in real time, everything stands revealed before the eternal Messiah, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Furthermore, 2 Timothy 3 verse 16, all scripture is one, it is God's breath, and he is a useful for teaching. B, it is useful for rebuking. C, it is useful for correcting. And D, it is useful for training in righteousness. I want to encourage you is to make the Word of God part of your daily routine. You've got to purposefully meditate on the promises of God. It is the stability coming from God's Word that will make you stand in the devil's world. Again I say greetings in the name of the eternal Messiah. Called the Ancient of Days. And it is known as the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's People and for Today's Problems. I propose, this is my proposal, one, there is no equality for Christ in heaven. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 4 to 14. 2. There is no equality for Christ upon the face of the earth. Hebrews chapter 1, 1 to 3. Point 3. There is no equality for Christ under the earth. Ephesians chapter 4, 7 to 9. I remind you today, and I want to remind you throughout this testimony that Jesus Christ is sovereign upon the face of the earth. Jesus Christ is sovereign under the earth. And Jesus Christ is sovereign even in the presence called heaven. I remind you today. One, ancient empires came and went. But Christ is yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his wonderful name. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Point 2. Distant empires like the following came and went nebuchadnezzar and the babylonian empire came and went listen to this christ remains the middle person empire came and went listen to this christ remains alexander the great and the gregorian empire came and went christ remains julius caesar and the roman empire came and went i want you to know that christ remains the ottoman empire came and went i want to i want you to realize that christ remains great britain a once great empire was reduced to a isle called England. christ remains point three the dominant Superpower, United States of America, will soon be reduced to just another country. And they will live in the shadow of the next superpower. Point four. The prophet Daniel and his prophecy in the second chapter of Daniel, verse 20 and 21, reveals the following. It represents kingdoms, ancient, past and present, will come and they will go, but Christ remains. Point A. Listen to the words of Daniel. And Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might belongs to him. I want you to know that Jesus Christ is yesterday Today and forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never changes. And this is what Daniel says, Blessed be the name of God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Point B, listen to this. The character of Christ, He changes the times and the seasons. He removed kings, And he set up new kings. Ancient empires. Distant empires. Past empires. And the current empires. They will come and they will go. Because Jesus Christ. Who runs the history. He changes the times and the seasons. He removed kings. And he set up new kings. Point three. It gives wisdom unto the wise, knowledge that knows, understanding. Point five. I say this, impending judgment, the manifestation of God's empire on earth, as per Daniel chapter 2, verse 34. Point eight. This is the words of Daniel in a vision. And he speaks to King Nebuchadnezzar, says, he said, You saw a stone cut out with her hands which will smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and break them into pieces. Ancient empires, distant empires, current empires, This is what the Lord says. You saw a stone cut out without hands, which will smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and break them into pieces. Arrogance will be crushed. Arrogance will be broken down and they will be destroyed into pieces. Impending judgment on current world powers. Point A. Here Daniel continues, his warning to this once great giant Nebuchadnezzar. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces. Together they become like calf of the summer. On the threshing floor. C. And the wind carried them away. D. That no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image. Christ's kingdom. That will be shuttled upon the face of the earth. Will become a great mountain. And fold the entire universe. And fold the whole earth. I want to share with you examples of famous people who came and went. Remember, humans are temporal. Christ is permanent. 1. Remember, Mussolini of Italy came and went, Christ remains. 2. Stalin of Russia came and went, Christ remains. Point 3. Charles the Gaul of France came and went, Christ remains. Winston Churchill came and went, Christ remains. Franklin D. Roosevelt came and went, Christ remains. Adolf Hitler came and went, Christ remains. Jan Schwarz came and went, Christ remains. Now, Jesus Christ, who is the sovereignty beyond the universe... His kingdom will endure eternally. Point 7. Both Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 and Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 declares that God is the same always and never and can never change. He's always good, always loving, always all powerful, no matter how the world changes around us. We can trust God is consistent, God is dependable, God is reliable, God is indestructible, God is uncrossable, God is stable, and is from eternity unto eternity. Again, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What does it mean? One, the world changes, Christ is changeless. Two, man's law changes, God's law remains. Point three, people always die, Christ died, was risen from the grave, and he lives forever. Christ always the same and eternal. Point four. Christ represents certainty in uncertain times. I want you to know that we are in a time that is uncertain what today, what tomorrow, what the world will be. But in the midst of uncertainty, we have the presence of, of the eternal Messiah, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ represents eternity and certainty in a world that is uncertain. So in the midst of wickedness, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of death, in the midst of irrespective of what, comes the certainty in times of uncertainty, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This was the introduction to this meditation. Today, for Apostle Meditation, we will embark on the 31st word in Psalm 121. What a, what a majestic word! The 31st word in Psalm 121. It's important to be stabilized by God's word in these weaker days, in these weaker times. There is demon-possessed, demon-influenced individuals Pretending to be the solution to the world, their salvation in no other but in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So it is important to be stabilized by God's word, irrespective of the changing times we are experiencing. One, this is my encouragement to you: take time out and listen to God's word, First Thessalonians. 2 verse 13. Point 2. Make time and meditate on God's word. Psalm 49 verse 3. Point 3. Set aside time to ponder on God's word. Psalm 119 verse 23. Listen to what Psalm 119 verse 105 states. Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. It is the gospel of Jesus that will protect us from seen and unseen harm. I want you to know that we are in the intensified stage of the angelic warfare. That there is a mobilization of evil that has gone into an exponential curve. They they have a desire to kill billions and billions of people. It is the very works of Satan revealed in our world. But the believer, the righteous in Christ will prevail. They will be protected. They will be preserved because the God that we worship is timeless, he is ceaseless, and he is eternal. And his words is reliable, it is dependable, it is unchangeable. So we can depend on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I want you to take time out and listen to the gospel of Jesus. Make time and meditate on the words of God. Set aside time to ponder on God's word. In the midst of wickedness and instability... Jesus Christ is our certainty and our stability in thinking sometimes. Thy word is the lamb unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. God will preserve you even and regardless of evil men, of evil schemes, of Satan's presence in the world. The coming of Christ was intentional to destroy the works of the devil. The presence of God the Holy Spirit is to restrain the forces of darkness and to preserve the believer in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Before we investigate the word foot, F-O-O-T, as the 31st word in Psalm 21, Let's review the previous words and their meaning. I want you to look at Psalm 21 verse 3. What does these words represent and what do they mean? What does the sentence, He will not suffer thy foot. What does it mean and what does it stand for? I want to explain. 1. We we see the first word in Psalm 121, verse 3, is the word he, H-E. Let me explain what it means. The word he is the 26th word in Psalm 121. Point A. The number 26 is symbolic of God's strength and the might of God. God is powerful god is sovereign and god is majestic in his power and in his might. point b this strength and might of god introduces the name of god as jehovah el sadai or the almighty god this is what god says in a conversation with moses abram isaac and jacob knew me as Almighty God, but you will meet me as the God that has revealed himself to you, point C, the symbol of God as strength, Almighty represents the agency of God's protection, the agency of God to deliver the agency of God to save and to redeem God is a defender God is a protector God is a preserver and God is a able keeper I say in the midst of uncertainty comes the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so the reasons why God is majestic and sovereign and mighty in power mighty in battle is to protect the believer in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is our defender one he defends us against death second Kings 21 to verse 21 this mighty God point two will protect us and defend us against all harm second Samuel 22 three and four. This person, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, point three, will even protect us from everything that is detrimental to our well-being. Psalm 121 verse 7. Point four. Noah's ark is a shining example of God's love, God's affection God's passion, God's pride in terms of his loving kindness towards you and towards me. Noah's ark is a signing example. God's hand first and foremost closed the door where the animals and the family of Noah was in. God closed the door and guided the boat from the start to its finish as for God's intention and God's intended destination. So he who calls you to follow him has the GPS. The divine GPS system perfected in his character. God is perfect and his plan is perfect. That is what the word he represents. It introduces God as majestic and mighty to protect. To the word will. W-I-L-L. Let us look at the word. Will. Will is the 27th word in Psalm 121. Point A. Listen to this. This is majestic. 27 is symbolic of of the unseen hand of God. So the, the word in its position represents the unseen presence of God in the world. Point B. What is amazing is that the human hand consists of 27 bones. Point C. Now bones gives firmness, steadiness, and stability to the human body. Point E. The number 27 refer to the open ha- hand of God fighting our battles in the spiritual war. So the number 27 refer to the open hand of God fighting our battles in the spiritual war. Point E. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 and 4. For though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh on a tunnel, but divinely powerful for the pulling down of strongholds. The sovereignty, the majesty, the the strength and might of the unseen God is stronger, it's powerful, It, it reigns over the forces of darkness. Satan has been defeated at the cross of Jesus. Yes, he died in your place and he died in my place. And after three days, just as he said, just as he promised, there's dependability, there's reliability, there's trust, and there's character in the words, what God says he will do. And after three days, Jesus arose from the grave. Death and the grave could not contain him. Death and the grave could not control him. Death and the grave could not stop him. So God did everything that we place our confidence in Jesus. I want you to know that you will not have a nosedive. But with God, with God the Holy Spirit, we will have, like an eagle, soar above the problems of our world. Point death. This is the will of God. And it represents God's sovereign control over all things. I say, Daniel chapter 4 says, God is sovereign. God is majestic. God is gregarious. God is unstoppable. God will crush up every opposition in his way. Because he control. In the ancient times, even before the human civilization started, during the civilization, even unto the day, and it is sealed that God controls, even beyond when the world comes to an end. Point G, Daniel chapter 4, 35. Listen to this audacity of the prophet in terms of who our God is. Daniel chapter four thirty five states, He God does according to His will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. So God does as He please in heaven. God does as He please on the earth, and God does as He please even under the earth. He is sovereign. He is strength. He is might. He is Jehovah El Shaddai. Our God reigns, our God is in control, our God rules, even when wickedness, regardless of wickedness, Jesus Christ is God. Point three, I want to look at the word not, N-O-T. Not is the 28th word in Psalm 21. One, the number 28 is symbolic of the power of God. Point two, the verse in Genesis 1 verse 1 conceals the secret of Messiah who is called the power and the wisdom of God. Isn't that that majestic? By the spoken word of God was the universe brought into existence. Space, planet galaxies the stars the moon the sun the clouds everything came into formation everything came into existence by the spoken word of god in the time of jesus on the face of the earth there was a there was i would call an earthquake in the waters in in the Sea of Galilee, there was a tomato-like storm. There was a gushing, rushing wind. And the apostles and the disciples of Jesus panicked. They were stressed. They were anxious. They were fearful. They were stressful. They worried about the impending death that they will experience. And and Peter ran to Jesus. He says, don't you care, I want you to know that in the midst of wickedness, Christ cares, God is in control. Focus not on the crisis, focus on the person of Christ. And Jesus, while this, while this, this gushing wind and water is hitting towards and in the boat, Jesus use the same power that he brought the universe into existence. He says, peace be sold. And the Bible says there was peace instantaneously, immediately, once he has spoken, there was a cessation of hostilities. Listen to the remarks of the disciples. What for a man is this? That even the wind and the waves obey him don't you know that he is the creator of the wind and the waves so when while the turbulences are in a world this covert pandemic dispensation this this uh problem with electricity i want you to know that in the midst of evil christ is sovereign upon the face of the earth now i want you to note now i call your attention I want you to take time out and listen what I'm going to reveal, what I'm going to share with you. I call your attention to the symbolic meaning of the words, He will not. I call your attention to the symbolic meanings of the words, He will not. When we combine the number 26 the word he, that represents the might of God with the number 27, will representing the hand of God with the number 28, not, it represents the power of God, then all the numbers joined together Introducing a new statement. Listen to what these words he will not represents for you to understand. It represents a new statement. The right hand power of God available to protect you and to protect me. He will not represents these words the right hand power of God is therefore present in our world. One. Why is the right and power of God, why is the sovereignty and the majesty and the strength and the might of God in our world? One, to protect all believers in Christ. Psalm 37 verse 39. Two, to preserve all believers in Christ. Psalm 121 verse 7. Two heads. In all believers in Christ Job chapter 1 verse 10 for to provide for all believers in Christ Philippians 4 verse 9 point 5 to fight all our battles the seen battle and the unseen battle the battle in the day and the battle during the night as per Exodus Chapter 14, verse 14. Now, we're going to cut into our new word. We know now that the first word represents the, president, the presence of Christ in our world. The right hand power of God. To protect you. To preserve you. To hedge you in. To provide for you. And to fight all, fight all your battles. Therefore tonight, today, the 29th word, suffer, reveals the identity of all evil in the world. It represents the entity, the character that is the cause of of suffering, the cause of wickedness in our world. He will not suffer means God is sovereign beyond the entity called Satan. One, according to the Hebrew Chamatria, the word suffer has a value of three fifty-nine. Point two. The 359th ninth chapter in the Bible is First Chronicles chapter 21 verse 1. This is what it says. Point three. In 1 Chronicles 21 verse 1 states and satan the identity of suffering the identity of evil the identity of, of death and harm and, and paralysis disease in a world is no one else but the person of satan and satan stood up against israel and provoked david to number israel he causes David to disobey the very direct instructions of God. The moment you start to count your army, you are not dependent on the person of Christ. God don't need an army. God is a, an army in himself. He is majestic. He is mighty. He is strength. his power. The right and power. The right and presence of God is in our world. Point four the word suffer represents psalm 121 verse 7 listen to this the lord shall preserve thee from all evil and the lord shall preserve thy soul all thy life irrespective regardless of wickedness and evil in the world god don't consult god does god reigns god rules god is majestic above the universe, in the world, and even under the earth. Point five. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to Psalm 121, verse 3. It says, therefore, and it gives us mental stability in the midst of wicked times. Listen to Psalm 121, verse 3. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will neither slumber nor sleep. What does it mean? What's the implication for you and for me? Point A. The believers in Christ called by God as righteous will always be protected irrespective of Satan, evil and wickedness by the right hand power of God. Psalm 46 verse 1. I want to reiterate one of the majestic promises um, of having Christ uh, in your life, um, having Christ with you, having Christ every day of your life. Christ is permanent, we are temporal. Listen to this. Point A. The believers in Christ called by God as righteous will always be protected, irrespective of Satan, evil, and wickedness. We will be kept alive by the right-hand power of God. Psalm 46 verse 1. Point B. God as Jehovah, Al-Saddai, or as Almighty God, will battle in our behalf. God will battle for you, and God will battle for me. Exodus 14 verse 14. Point C. God as shepherd will keep us, preserve us, and protect us from all kinds of harm. Psalm 121 verse 3. Point D. God will protect us from unseen evil and, and God will protect us from seen evil. Psalm 121 verse 4. Now we go into the thirtieth word, he will not suffer. Thy, the word thy, is very instrumental. I want you to know. The thirtieth word, thy, in Psalm 21 verse 1, refer to believers as, listen to this, who are you and who am I in Christ? 1. Believers are called the object of divine favor. John 3 verse 16. 2. Believers are called objects of deliverance. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Point 3. Believers are called objects of salvation. Matthew 1, verse 21. Point 4. We are objects that attracting special attention from God. Genesis 24, verse 1. Point 5. The word thy... Therefore introduces Job chapter 36 verse 7. Listen to Job chapter 36 verse 7. He, God, does not take his eyes off the righteous, but he enthrones them with kings, and he exalts them forever. Listen to this. You are attracting special attention from God, insomuch that God does not take his eyes off, of the righteous. God does not look away. God looks towards you. God looks to protect you. God looks to preserve you and God will save you regardless of evil in a world. Listen to the following. Point 6. 1st Peter 3 verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his eyes are inclined to their prayers but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. I want you to know as a believer in Christ for the eyes of the Lord are on you tonight and on me. So irrespective of the day and night whether it's daytime or nighttime the eyes of God watches over you because you're an object of divine favor. So now we have introduced so I want you to read he will not suffer thy means God will not allow Satan to destroy the righteous in the world the mighty right hand of God will preserve you, will protect you will keep you and save you irrespective or regardless of evil in the world now that you know what the first five words in Psalm 21 verse 3 refer to We now look at the 31st word, just an overview for special focus. Point A. Understanding the word. What does the 31st word mean for us? One, the word food, F W T is the 31st word in Psalm 21, from 1 to 8. Point two. But the word foot is the sixth word in Psalm 131 verse 3. Point 3. The word foot is called a noun and referred to 1. The lower extremity of the leg below the ankle on which a person stand or walk. Let me say again. What is the foot? Point A. It is the lower extremity of the leg. Below the ankle on which you and I stand or walk. Point B. It's an anatomical structure found in many vertebraes. It is the terminal portion of a limb which bears weight and allows locomotion. It gives us mobility. It allows us to walk. It allows us to go here and to go there. Point four. The foot is therefore the organ of motion. With our feet, we are paralyzed. Then we need a wheelchair. But our feet enables us to walk and to stand, to run and to sit. Point five. The foot consists of, listen to this, your foot and mine consist of 26 bones. It consists of thirty-three joints. It consists of hundred and seven ligaments and ninety muscles. Now, each foot on our body consists twenty-six bones, thirty-three joints, hundred and seven ligaments, and ninety muscles. Point six. In anatomy, the foot is the part of the vertebrae or the vertebrate leg below the ankle joint that is in contact with the, with the ground during standing and walking. It is that part of our anatomy that touches the earth, touches the ground. It gives us motion, the ability to walk. Point seven, the word foot is known in Latin as ped, P-E-D. In Greek, it's known as pod, P-O-D and in Hebrew, as Rachel Every word means the food. Point B. What is the underlying meaning of the word food? In Psalm 21, verse 3, the sixth word. But in the text, the thirty-first word. One, the word foot is both used figuratively and metaphorically in the text. Of psalm 21. Two, if it's used figuratively, the foot refers to something symbolically and not actual. It is a symbol used for something else. Point three, foot as metaphor. One, what is a metaphor? A figure of speech in which a word or a phrase is applied to an object or action to which it is not literally applicable. Point two, I think regarded as representative or symbolic of something else. Point four, so what does the word "food" represents for our understanding? Why does the Spirit of God places this word strategically as the 31st word in Psalm 21, as the text. Point A. The word foot refer to our time between the day of a birth and the day of a death. Point B. It represents the state of human existence. C. It refers to our daily movement from crawling, walking, sitting and even driving our vehicles. Point five. Therefore, Psalm 21, verse 3 implies the following. A, God will prevent, our, God will prevent us from premature death. Psalm, Psalm 11, verse 17. Point B, God will prevent that we are killed during the course of our life. Psalm 91, verse 16. Point C, God will protect us from harm. Psalm 121, verse 4. Point D, God will protect us from unseen danger. Psalm 26, Psalm 21, verse 6. E, God will ensure our total well-being while we are alive in the presence of wickedness. Proverbs 3, verse 26. Point C, unconditional protection emerged regardless of wickedness one the word food refer to the works of god the holy spirit point two characteristically the word foot refer to how god guides the righteous person every moment of the day every day of your life point a Beloved what God has done for Adam, Abel, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, God will do for you, God will do for me. Now God kept, one, Adam alive for 930 years, Genesis 5 verse 5. Point B, God kept Noah alive for 950 years, Genesis 9 verse 5. Point C. Abraham left his native country on request of God for a foreign land, and God kept him alive. Genesis 12 verse 1. Point D.